0: The Feminine Integral An exploration about integral theory and practice. What is the feminine perspective? Where can we bring in more feminine energy into what was born as theory? Raquel Torrent and Heidi Hernlein both engaged in the integral community for many years.
1: Hello and welcome to our show The Feminine in Integral where you will find inspiration and to get curious about integral worldview here we are integrating the feminine perspective into what started out as the masculine way of dealing with life and we intend to support the embodiment of what was given by Ken Wilber as a theory of everything with other words we want to bring head stuff down into everyday life So welcome again. I'm Heidi Hörnlein. I'm your host and I'm an integral practitioner for almost 20 years now and my work as a relationship coach and a communications coach and also as a voice coach was deeply influenced by the map of reality given by the integral theory. I'm also the founder of Paradiso Integrale and the Power of Relationship and this is a virtual and also a physical space in beautiful Italy right here around me where I support people in their growing up and in their waking up by holding retreats and courses and coaching. And I'm today here as always with Raquel Torrent from Spain. She is a psychologist and a psychotherapist and she is board member of the Integral Europe, and she was the board member of the Integral European Conference where we had talked about last time. And she is the founder of the Spanish Integral Association. And for 11 years she is organizing national Integral conferences in Spain. And she has also met Ken Wilber several times, and she's deeply, deeply committed to
2: his Integral theory. So welcome, Raquel. Hello, good morning, Heidi and Paula, and everyone else who may be listening. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. In our team, there is also Hannah
1: Hündorf from Germany, but today she cannot be here. Next time, she will be back. The title for today is The Feminine in Our Institutions, and so our special guest for today is Paula Suarez, who certainly has a lot to say from her perspective. So, welcome, Paula. Hello, good morning. It's a pleasure to be with you here. Paula is a professor at the Visual Arts and Design Department at the University of of Évora. Is it pronounced Évora?
2: Yes, Yes. in
1: Portugal. (laughs) She has been doing research in action on the relationships between creativity and levels of consciousness for the last 15 years. And is introducing paradigms of the 21st century into the academic system.
2: <laughs>
1: so, at the very beginning, uh, we want to give you a little bit of a context, in case you have missed our previous editions. We have talked uh, about the four quadrants in integral theory, and we have already already talked about the upper left quadrant, this would be the interiority of an individual, and the lower left quadrant, this would be the interiority of uh, the the culture, let's say, the interiority of the collective. Oh God, I forgot.
2: Right, very good. You said it very well, yeah? interiority of the collective.
1: And now we will go to the lower right quadrant, which will be the exterior of the collective, and I would like to do a little bit a screen share here, and would ask, oops, where is it gone? yes, I lost it. Anyway, uh, Raquel, you can you begin to to talk about that, about really? the four quadrants. Just an introduction. I'm trying to find my. I got it on a different screen, I guess. So.
2: Okay, so uh, let's say the four quadrants are the four perspectives of reality that we can have as we have been talking uh, up to now. And uh, like you said very well, the upper left quadrant will be the individual and uh, inside, uh, the interiority of the individual. And the lower left quadrant will be the we, Instead of the one, then is the two, because when there is you and me, we create a we already. But then there is also the exterior quadrants, which can also be individual and collective. So the I in the exterior will be like the um, symptoms and all the, all the visible, and sometimes not visible, but exterior anyway, of the I. But then, today, we are going to see the lower right quadrant, which is precisely exterior of the collective, which is precisely the they, is the number three, the collective three, which it means the one which is the most difficult one to treat and to talk about and to experience, let's say. Because there is a difficulty a very great difficulty in uh, getting, like, related in general. I mean, for the people, we, we tend to not want to associate too much with the they because the institutions, or we don't like maybe the structures. You know, some people do not like the structured things, the, the, the regulations and et that may represent or that do represent this they, lower right quadrant. Therefore, it's not an easy task to get together with this, but it has a very beautiful aspect, this lower right quadrant, which is nature. And some people do not want to relate with institutions and structures and regulations, society in general, but they do feel very connected with nature, very connected maybe with looking at the stars or feeling like they are part of everything there is related to nature. So that will be also in the lower right quadrant, that's the way they will feel it. I would also like uh, recommend to also recognize that we are a part of a bigger society, so that's where we will be in this lower right quadrant. So that's as an introduction of this that we are talking today.
1: Yeah, thank you, Raquel. I found here the 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 picture where we can see again the lower, the upper left one is about the I, the lower left about the we, and you call the lower right the them. Here it's called the its, the plural of it. And the next time we are committed to talk about the it, the lower uh, the upper right uh, quadrant. And today we have Paula as a specialist in institutions as she is working every day in institutions and she is at the same time I know her quite well when we met in Budapest and uh, in on the party she is really feminine per se I would say (laughs) you know completely and so how do you get these two things together the institutions which are more let's say masculine uh, guided and your femininity
0: Yes, uh, it's it's a challenge, of course, because uh, institu- i mean, institutions can become in the future also more feminine because institutions are organisms, can be organic organisms that can have um, uh, different different rhythms. Um, or different structures, uh, of course, but right now, the question is, uh, right now, most of the institutions, and we are talking here about universities, old structures, especially the university I work at, uh, was founded in uh, 1559, uh, so it's, it's a very old institution, but it has also, right now, the first female dean. Uh, that was elected this year so um, things are changing even though it takes some time so there is actually this this change or this, this balance um, that that I have and everybody has that works in, in, in institutions like that is the structure on the one side and our ideals and our our um, attempt to change to introduce new things on the other so it is like weaving um, something. And sometimes it works quite well, sometimes it's tough, so uh, we keep on um, like a dance in a way. Uh.
1: <laughs> you began um, your post, what I have published here, on the event page with this poem. And I would invite you to talk a little bit about that. What what do you want to tell us with this poem? You yes. Might have,
0: yeah? Yes, when when, when you uh, invited me to talk about this theme, so automatically what came into my mind was The Million Circle by uh, Jean Shinoda Bolin, that is a a, a book I, I really uh, enjoy a lot, and it is connected to um, this possibility that if uh, a, a certain number of people come together and think and act in a different way, it reaches a level um, that will enact other people also to change, so basically uh, and this is um, focused on women's circles. So, uh, and this poem has got a special issue that is the circle and the center. Um, That to my view is kind of an archetype for the circle as the feminine and the center as a masculine um, part that together builds something the, the, the full the fully human that Ken Wilbur perhaps uh, refers to. So it is a, a mixture, the circle and the center. So I, I really enjoyed this this quotation because it really focused on on those two issues. Um, women uh, need to come together again in circles, but uh, also being centered at the same time. So, that is a, a feminine and a masculine attitude, because we do have both in the inside, as, as most of us know, so connected to, 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 to the archetypes, to the yin and the yang, to, well, in several traditions, there are several names to express this, the, uh, um, this, this mixture of the feminine and the, and the masculine uh, inside. But for the last um, couple of, uh, for the last centuries, it hasn't been dealt with um, in a balanced way, so uh, there, there, there is a need for a rebalancing in order to achieve then this harmony between a masculine and feminine.
1: Yeah, I think we have already talked about it individually, we are striving for integrating We women, the masculine part, and we have done it since about 60 years and sometimes a little bit too much. And the men are beginning to integrate the feminine part individually. How would it now be in an institution? You have some experience. Can you maybe tell us about a highlight where it already happened in your realm there in Portugal or something
0: like that? Yes, um, for instance we created uh, forums uh, to introduce new paradigms and those forums are always in a circle. The, the simple act of, of, of offering a workshop or a, a, a forum or a, a lecture at university in a circle is, is pioneering. Because there are still some people that uh, react in funny ways, why are we sitting in circles, why do we have to face each other, there are still some people that have some difficulties in handling it as the traditional way is to sit uh, in a square and uh, each one, uh, like in a bus, and somebody is standing in front, uh, so, so uh, sitting in a circle is already Quite challenge can be quite challenging for some people at the beginning. Um, so we've been doing that. We've been introducing uh, new paradigms using also the atmosphere that we create. So the, the 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 circle as a as a starting point. For for example, what I'm hearing
1: here is when you uh, ask people to be in a circle and not one behind the other, like in a bus, nobody can hide. Yeah.
0: They're yes
1: be seen and to, to, to really participate.
0: Of course yes, yes yes I mean most of the people that, that enter the circle do it, it's okay, but there are always one or two there may be uh, that, that do have uh, that feel it like a challenge. Um, but that's, that's what we are doing to, to try
2: to improve those challenges. What will it be the difference, uh, um, Paula? Between this assembly style, which will be lower right quadrant structure, the way to structure the class will be this circling, okay, and uh, the, the style of it. But that's the idea of prehistorian assemblies, you know, of the matriarchal uh, societies. They were sitting like that. So it's, it's like a very nice feminine way of doing it. But what is the difference between this way that you do it because I want you to, you know, kind of talk about this integration of the masculine and the feminine. So that will be like a feminine way. In which way do you establish this, uh, you know, uh, masculine way as well? Because this this is the structure that you're sitting Mm -hmm. in. Which way do you introduce the balance with the masculine then?
0: uh through through the contents uh, for instance uh, the, the the several contents we, we have been organizing uh, for instance uh, a circle of conferences that was t- uh, the title was uh, uh, introducing uh, 20, 21st century consciousness into university so uh, paradigms of the 21st century in the, at the university um, so the themes that we bring in are, um, are kind of I mean they are not new for people that work with them but they are new for traditional for more traditional systems um, so we've had for instance we talked about uh, quantum physics we had a, um, a a medical doctor that also has uh, uh, studied uh, quantum physics that introduced us to the relationships um, to that we had for instance uh, uh, from the indigo foundation uh, Teresa guerra that talked about indigo children in the, the the new, the new generations of children, and the necessity to introduce new ways of teaching because those beings are different. So, um, we talked also about academies of the future. We had one about uh, transitions in universities and academies of the future. Um, apart from permaculture and eco-village
2: design systems, so the contents. The, the content. content. Yeah. It's very interesting because that's what it makes it academical. In reality is the structure and the content and the logical output that makes it academical and it's very interesting because you know you remember that uh, in the, in the yeah. 70s in the and the 80s with the New Age style, the, uh, this type of sitting in circles, would create the like the, the, the green level of consciousness, <clears throat> will come from this new age green level of consciousness, where everyone in the circle should talk, you know? We're, you know, we wanted to listen to what they had to say, everyone. So how do you manage to be in a circle and not get into this, analysis craziness of everyone has to give their own ideas and their own so that that it's endless, endless, you know, that this way. So how do you manage that, even though it's in a circle structure?
0: yeah, uh, we tend to do a, a mixture of it. Either at the beginning, normally at the beginning, um, I like to make a first round to know who is in the circle, who is there, and, and, uh, and from which areas do we to know who's there. I mean, because when we go, into, I like to do this whenever I do something in public because it's important to know who are the people that are around. Um, that are part of that group in that moment so I think it's important in the first to have around know the name and a bit a bit of it depends on how many people are in the room but to have at least a bit uh, impression of a personal statement of each one then there will be the the content that uh, that uh, that has to be uh, developed in, in that session and um, in, in the end everybody can be invited to participate to ask questions or to introduce something else so there is a there are several dynamics, not always everybody talking, not always one person-centered talk, that is also boring and uh, uh, so it, it is a dynamic, there is a dynamics like uh, I mean I like to, to, something I learned with Rudolf Steiner while I was studying a world of pedagogy, that is uh, this, the rhythm of, uh, of coming together and uh, going apart like like, the break, like like a cosmic breathing so sometimes you center and then you go out, so this rhythm as a way of teaching.
1: I would like to bring in, as you said, we want to know who is in our room and who in our circle. I want to bring in Monica, and she has written this comment. Hi, listening in and wondering, will the request in politics to have 50% women present in institutions at a level above the class ceiling in management be solved by circles? <laughs>
2: Yeah, well,
0: <laughs> yesterday when I was to- thinking about talking, I-, I-, I thought, well, two things I would not like to talk about, that one would be politics, and the other would be football. But uh, <laughs> Well, um, uh, because it's, it can be quite challenging to talk about. Uh, my view on politics right now is, 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 is complicated. Uh, Well, the circles are not the, the, of course, that circles alone is is not the the, the solution for it. They are a a female environment and a female institution or a system has to be nurturing. It has to be an environment where people feel safe. That is like a cosmic womb. Uh, And institutions should ideally also develop those atmospheres so that people can feel at home, can feel nurtured to be who they are. Um, there is also this other book uh, that is called uh, Reinventing Organizations that is uh, uh, quite interesting. There is a preface also from Ken Wilber. And uh, at the beginning they also talk about this fact that institutions are so clean in a way that everything that is personal is taken out to be, uh, we just work with our personas. So it would be much more, it would be richer if people would be able to, in the workplace or in the institutions, to be to use the four quadrants, for instance. Um, and that is the atmosphere. The, those atmospheres are not yet created. Of course, circles will be, will, be, will be a part of it, but it's not the solution in a way. Um, the other, connecting it to politics, well, I don't Think that they have to be fifty percent or twenty percent or whatever. Um, uh, uh, I think it, it it should be natural. The ones that feel uh, uh, that have to, to be to be the leaders at the moment should be if they have the if they are centered. Um, uh, at, at this moment, I'm particularly happy that in our university we do have seven people that lead that are the leaders. So and the dean is a woman, and from those seven, four are women. And three amen. So that's more than fifty percent uh, in this concrete example. But that is not the example for the whole country. It's, uh, it's specific, and it is, it's specific for this time right now that we are.
1: Yeah, thank you, Paula. And I think you named a very important thing: the atmosphere, and that people can feel safe. I think the problem, let's say problem of women, why they don't want to come out because they don't feel safe in the surroundings which uh, masculine institutions are more hostile, competitive, very rough, you know, at least I have this way and so we have a much more need to feel safe to really be able to come out and give our gifts into the world so when women begin to create that and this is we are relational creatures, uh, we, we, we will do that and not so much the man. I mean some like we saw with Ben, say on their conference but it's more let's say a feminine job, a female job to do that and when we begin to create it, like you as a pioneer with your colleagues in, in Portugal, the more I think women can feel safe and go into the institutions. And it's not a question how many to go (laughs) into institutions, but how many want to go and feel that as their calling. And at the moment it doesn't seem very appealing, I mean, to me, to go into politics, for instance. mm, Yeah, Yeah. that's a
2: uh, a general feeling. Like I said said before, you know, I, I do understand that many people do not want to enter into this lower right quadrant because they see it like very distant, because imagine it's the collective and then the exterior. So they kind of tend to see it too masculine and not very like embracing, let's say. But if we arrive to the capacity, if we arrive to this consciousness of what I said also before, the nature uh, if we understand the relationship with nature and then we see as natural thing to relate to each other and get into this circles of consciousness and circles of uh, 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 relationships then all our types of relationships in the society will be from this natural way of Get in politics, get in in other society um, uh, matters. So I think that it will come like from a natural way of getting together and being able to structure that as a natural process in life. And then that will be the way to unite feminine and masculine.
1: Mm -hmm. I want to bring up this other comment of uh, Monica. Dearest Paolo, I love to talk to you about politics in private. All of my generation and the women of the younger generations have passed through and have been influenced by male structures. So it is still a very individual matter what you are doing. What,
0: what I am doing? Yeah, um, uh, well, yeah. Well, I, Moni. I would like to talk to you in private about politics, even though, as I told you, politics is not one of my favorite issues to talk about. Um, yes, there is a. It is an individual matter in the sense that uh, the the work that I've been doing at the at the university I work. Uh, yes, it's it's focused uh, on on the ideals I believe in, uh, and, and 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 several attempts to introduce. Um, new ideals new paradigms into the system and of course it's challenging because the traditional systems um, are, are slow in changing so it, it, it takes it takes quite an effort to, to try to, to, to introduce um, new approaches but right now through the crisis the global crisis we are facing it's it's an opportunity. To, to, to start introducing new courses, new lifelong uh, uh, um, uh, LLL that is lifelong learning courses, mm-hmm. so people can update their their references. So it's necessary to change the whole content. Not only not only universities to to that develop degrees, uh, but but back to academies that really uh, share the the, the the ideals divisions that the time people live in need uh, so it changes uh, it changes of course we have to look back and to see which are the essence of the past that we need to take with us uh, on our backpack but what where do we have to focus now where where are we going and in um, this this, of course, uh, to me, it means transdisciplinarity. It means that it's important to work with with the several departments. It means that you don't have to focus on what normally a professor is an expert in an expert in a, in, in in a specific area. So it's something that focuses like this and not and that doesn't open up. And I think it's really important also to, like in a movie, to see the whole picture to see. Um, and, and, and those rhythms have to be introduced gradually. Uh, and they are more feminine. And it will take time. Um, yeah. But I mean, perhaps we can create a new word instead of politics to create a new word. Uh, because politics now, the word is quite polluted, in my country at least.
1: <laughs> well, uh, it brings me to the other question what is the feminine in the, in the contents? What has changed?
0: What has changed? Yeah, you uh, said
1: there are other different contents now also coming in, and I would like if you have uh, some example of what you are presenting, uh, this as it was maybe thirty years ago, and now how will how do you do
0: that and so on. Yeah. Well, first of all, the system also changed because we we had Bologna, that uh, that 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 is a, a good idea to try to bring people together, moving around universities in Europe, but didn't practice. We know that it isn't yet done in the way it was dreamed of. Um, but. Um, there were there were the courses were longer at least in Portugal before Bologna for instance the graduation courses were four or five years and now they are three years the master courses were four years so everything um, um, became short and it is of course different to to study or to do research. 10 or 20 years ago it was totally different because we didn't have those means to uh, for instance to have a whole bibliography on something we had to go to a special library, uh, uh, it, we wouldn't have acce- access to it, so it's changed, the means we have right now changed the way we we, we, we do our research. Um, I, I try to introduce it through the the study from the study of consciousness in, at the university is not a uh, or was not uh, 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 an easy way to introduce into an academic system because uh, consciousness, what is consciousness and why should we study consciousness uh, 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 through 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 deeper research? So um, the contents will are, are, are changing, but more and more people are getting interested in it in, into it in a way, especially the students. yeah, I'm, I
1: meant also to ask you when you were studying, what was different and what is now you, your contribution to change that? <laughs> I mean, I didn't think about research. It's just your, your impression. What has changed in the, by the presence of more women even
0: in leading positions? What is changing? Well, there are more. There are more more, more girls studying. There, are, um, it, it's growing the number of women, of course, that work at universities. Uh, but still, uh, we've got the same problem. Everybody knows that the upper the 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 upper positions are. There are few. You find few. Uh, uh, women in those uh, in those areas because they are normal. They are connected to the old structures, to the to 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 male-oriented structures, and most women or lots of women don't feel attraction to that. Um, so we, I okay. guess
1: what Monica says in this regard in Austria and probably most countries. One of the main challenges is to get the frogs to dry out the swamps. in which they are so comfortably sitting. (laughs) Will there be a feminine way to bring that about?
0: Uh, Yes, I I, I think so, and I hope so, and I really wouldn't like to use any kind of violent way of doing it. I don't believe that it's through I, I would love to to figure out ways through harmony, through dancing, through uh, through uh, a, a harmonious ways of solving problems. That is, for me, to my to my point of view, the feminine approach. Because if we again would take our swords out, we would we would do this from a from a mas- more masculine point of view. And I guess we had the last centuries quite a lot of it. So um, sometimes I use this example of instead using the swords, the sword. Uh, using a paintbrush or so through creativity I I, I would prefer to, to do this process through creativity and not at all not at all through violence, through battles, though we had lots of
2: that before so I think... Um, remember, Excuse me, remember the name of your uh, institution in Evera, could you tell us the name of it? Uh, Academia de Sofia, the project uh, is
0: that what you were referring to? No, it's about arts, Integr- integral creativity. Uh,
2: but it, it has to do with arts. It's an academy of arts. Yes. Isn't yes.
0: It? yes yes i work at the at the art school at the yes of course so of course this is my i've been doing research on creativity that is uh, for me the basis uh, for any any artistic expression and the levels of consciousness that are related to it so of course i'm passionate about uh, the creative expression, and uh, I think it can be used in in several areas, not only, uh, I mean, in this we are talking about, but it's easier to introduce new paradigms through creativity, experiencing it through creativity, um, rather than um, only talking about it or it's, it's, I'm passionate about experiencing creativity.
2: But that's, that's why I do understand, Monica, in the sense that you don't want to talk about politics. But politics, it's in reality the freedom of people living together, which is the society, our, our lower right quadrant that we are talking about. And it's the way of how to manage this life together. So this introduction of creativity, that will be the way I, I would say, to answer a little bit to Monica, that will be the way that you introduce and that you propose, is that we uh, create new ways, new paradigms to get together. But that will also be poly- political ways, because political, it, it comes from morals. You know, when, when you look at the definition of what is politics, it comes from morals, you know? So it is very important that we do have morals among all of us in the society. And the way to do it and to introduce it will be, like you say, through creativity and I would say through arts and surely spirituality, you know? Because I think it was uh, Einstein that said our next... Um, century will be spiritual or will not be so either is in politics or society in general spirituality it's it's a very very important way to enter into know. feminine Well,
1: I would like to bring it back a little bit on the earth of the feminine because I think what we are leaving out of the equation is our own way of being as women in the world and we have not yet gotten back or even (laughs) taken it over our own empowerment. We are still in some way victims of the systems and victims of our upbringing and of the past. We first need to do the work and become ourselves in a sense that we become radiant, that we have this influence on people that they want to you know to, to come to university and learn from us, for instance, and not because we have to because we, uh, uh, if you don 't do this course, we cannot do that and blah, blah 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 all these things, but you know I would like to open it up in our feminine qualities which radiance is a big, big, big power we have, and we have not yet explored it, not yet really, some have, and I think as soon as more women do that, I mean, I see you very radiant now, Paula, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) people will respond to that, and I think we, as women, should make the commitment to become radiant, and <laughs> so even the, the men would follow us, and would begin to to question their own systems, because uh, they begin to see us, before they didn't even see us, and when we only make tantrum, we want to be seen, blah, 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 this is not a good way
0: to introduce ourselves, I mean, you know... <laughs> I do totally agree that it is important so important to to recover our inner strength, and it is for me it is connected to, for instance, the wheel of the goddesses. That also uh, Jean Shinoda uh, wrote the, this book on um, the goddess uh, in each woman, and then she wrote also that book, the goddesses, the gods in each man. So she compared. She used. She is a Jungian. She uses um, the the Greek the Greek gods and goddesses as archetypes um, to refer to the several expressions we can have. So, and back to this, how can we strengthen our feminine approach, is to re- re-enter all the possibilities that we do find in a, in a goddess wheel. So, what I mean by this is um, that there are several expressions of the feminine that have been cut out, um, and that we have to recover. Because basically the 20, the twentieth century, we had the femme fragile and the femme fatale. That's that was it. Either either either, uh, uh, either the goddess or, or the whore. There was no no. There were no other expressions of the feminine. And I think that is what we need to, to, to recover. And uh, and of course, men also they do the, the, the equivalent to the, 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 the recovering of the several or the many expressions of, of the, the the masculine uh, within the wheel of the gods, of the, the gods in the sense, in the archetypal um, sense I'm using. There is, I guess, another... Uh, Lucy is... Hello, women. Yeah, she has a
1: very long comment, we cannot put it on up here uh, but she makes us aware that we are in the Western world um, fortunate, you know, <laughs> I would just say there are countries where the female are more engaged in academic environment and countries where it's really tragical. Here in the Czech Republic, the statistics say that we have the less women in, let me see, in leading academic positions in the whole European Union. And Paula is just saying it, feminization of the lower or just teaching position is known such as the masculinization of the higher position. Well, I agree with Paula that fight is not the way. Communication, creativity, being nice and loving, which is really feminine. That was the whole comment. Yeah,
0: okay. Thank, Thank you. you, Lucy. Thank you, Lucy, for, for, for this comment uh, and for being there. At least, but I mean, there may be few women in the Czech Republic, but as, as long as they are Lucys, I guess you, you are doing a great job to, to change the statistics. So go ahead.
1: Absolutely, and we come back to what we said before, what Monica said before, it is still individual effort, we are still individuals who are fighting, you don't want to say fighting, but who are engaging to change the world, and what we are doing here is part of it.
0: Of course, yes. Of course, yes. And I think this has to be said, and I have to congratulate Heidi and Raquel and everybody that uh, is part of this. So to talk about the the feminine integral is, is... also pioneering of course I feel it very pioneering Uh, perhaps some there are lots of guys studying Wilbur uh, and perhaps they don't feel men, perhaps don't feel this necessity to talk about uh, what is the feminine what can be a feminine approach to integral even though of course the ideal is then to have feminine and masculine balance but before reaching that we have to go this we have to go through this process to, to, of harmonizing that is not yet done. It's an ideal, but it is not done yet. So I feel it also as something really important to, to have a space that you created uh, here uh, to, to talk about that. So, and I, I really appreciate that you're doing this.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Paula. And we, as we know, integral is not yet integral but things are not yet integrated. And as Ken Wilber say, says, the gender, female, male, uh, are the most uh, important types, the most ground—how do you say—groundbreaking, the basic uh, basic types. And we have not even integrated those yet. So we are trying to begin and do that. And tomorrow uh, morning at 11 o'clock, I can announce it. Monica, who is here, writing the. Uh, comments she will be with me on another talk on her experience with integral in her life thank you. thank you Monica for being there so I, we are at the end I would like to ask both of you for a last a last word <laughs> on the topic what would you like to that you, the listeners will take away from this session we had together
0: Shall I start? Yeah, you can. Yeah. Uh, well, um, what do you want to start, Raquel? No, no, you, you. Okay. Uh, well, I, I would, uh, I would say that we, it, it would be great to focus on systems, organic systems. The feminine in the, in the lower right, um, is, is related to nature, as, as, as Raquel also said. So, um, the systems, um, feminine systems are certainly more organic. Uh, they're, they're the to integrate as as we know for instance um, the moon cycles we in in a, in a, in an institution we have to work on Mondays and Tuesdays as if it would everything would be the same it isn't the same so to introduce the rhythms that we do have uh, that we can connect to the moon for instance that we we do have the tides and, and also uh, knowledge can also work like that in in, in through rhythms um, it, the different structures, we don't need to have traditional, only traditional lectures that uh, go from brain to brain, there are other layers in a human being's body that can be connected and those layers should also be introduced at the academies of the future um, so with internships, with the possibilities of, of informal education so to, to experience also through that um, but it is important that uh, women um, Yes, figure out all the goddesses that we do have inside and play them all out. And there are moments where we are the fighters, and there are moments where we are the saints, and there are moments where we are the wild women. And we have to bring this all together uh, in, into a, a, a huge systemic cosmic dance. That is the way I would put it, in a way, perhaps, yeah. <laughs>
2: Wonderful. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Um, yeah, it's wonderful. The, this topic, uh, I recognized from the very beginning that I, um, I used to work and I used to love because of the meditation and the transpersonal psychology that I was coming for, from before I started into the integral. I was more in the upper left. And then I recognized that uh, when I started the Spanish Integral Association, it was a real uh, embodiment of the lower right quadrant that nobody wants to treat with and nobody wants to work with. And um, then I recognized that it's my, it was my own development from going to the upper left quadrant where Yes, it's, it's like a womb, you know, I am in my inside, in my own womb, but then for the first time, when I was already a grown-up, a mature person, then I recognized that I was also a social person, like some philosopher said, uh, no one is an aisle, because we are social people, we are together. It is true that it's in our responsibility to individually make the change, surely, but precisely not to forget in a co-emergent way and manner that we are also a society. We are also living together, one with the other. So uh, I would say to finish this that um, we are collective, and we are individuals at the same time. So uh, not to be afraid of leaving our femininity and not to be afraid of leaving our masculinity either. But it is true, like Paula said, that uh, the integral has been kind of more masculine. So we have been in one side. So it's true that now we have to go into the other side you know, to then get in the balance of the center and then be able to integrate both. So I would say, yes, let's recognize our collective femininity, women and men, and then we will be able to integrate it in the very center. So let's do that. Great. Thank
1: you, you, Raquel. I would uh, end this... Transmission with my ideas that structures and systems are built from people. And when we want to have more feminine components in our systems, we have to integrate in our own life more feminine qualities and heal the feminine, let's say, the feminine ways we have learned during patriarchy. So we first need to become whole feminine beings before we can create good and healthy structure which include the feminine part. So my commitment is to have people to become these, as I have finally, <laughs> <laughs> thanks God, uh, understood so many things after a long life and I really like to Give it to other people so that we can become whole, that we can become ourselves and become courageous and go out into the world. Paula, you said that uh, you are happy that I'm doing this. You think that is natural to me? It's not. I would never have done that even two years ago, and now I do it. You know, there is really a big transformation happened in my life so that I can do that, and now I could also collaborate in creating new structures. Is more part of it. Before I couldn't. And I think many women are in the same place. And so I want to encourage everybody there is a way
2: to do that. So That's thank cool. you, everybody. <laughs> reach <laughs> and out will... to embrace everything. That's very feminine. <laughs> ah, yeah.
1: And we have here our uh, website addresses, but Paula couldn't put it on. So, Paula, would you like to share where people can reach you?
0: Yes, uh, there is a blog. It's called Academia de Sofia, Academy of Sofia. Blogspot. Com. Uh, if you Google it, it's easy to find. There, are, there you can find lots of things we already uh, have done. Um, so the project is is connected to Sofia in the sense of the painting, for instance, by Alex Gray that integrates all the expressions of the feminine and the masculine, then of course too. Sophia right? yes, like wisdom, right? Like wisdom, but it's with Academia de Sophia. In this case it's written with F. Academia de Sofia or Academy of Sophia. You can google it.blogspot.com, you find it. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank I, you for with the K or with the C? With the C. Academia with C, Academia with C, Sophia with F. Academia de oh, Sophia. Okay. I
1: invite you to write it on the event page so everybody can read it there. Okay. okay? I'll do that. I'll read it. So you thank you girls. It was another wonderful yeah. session we did. We will do another one in two weeks about the upper right quadrant.
0: And invite you to join us. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye bye.